Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always, always use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Hey, 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 happy Sunday, everyone. Welcome into another edition of Chair Shot Radio. For everything hockey with myself, Patrick O'Dowd, and the lawyer, my good friend, David Ungar, decked out in all of the Washington regalia today. David, how how are we this fine kayfabe Sunday morning? Uh, you know, doing pretty well, Pat. How are you doing out in uh, your neck of the woods? And well, it's snowing again. Is it really? So we've got that going for us. Is it really snowing yeah, where you're well, at? It's New England, so it's always snowing where I'm. At. <laughs> like, it's uh, it's kind of in one of those weird in between sort of weather patterns, though, where like it snows and it rains and it snows and rains and goes kind of goes back and forth. Man, I had a brief moment. That's I. W- I wish I could relate. Our weather's, our weather's 77 next Friday. It's like, God damn it. It's too soon Ooh, for this. Boo, sad for you. I had a brief moment of panic while the uh, the intro was playing, by the way, uh, because virtual backgrounds, I love them, yet they can also cause some concern when somebody moves too suddenly because you kind of disappear behind the background. I thought you left the chair and I was going to, I was going to have a very special solo edition of the chair shot radio where I would finally get to do that chair shot radio episode where I argue R2D2 is the most powerful character in the star Wars universe. Wow. We're going there. It's early on a Sunday for that. And then, and then he came back. So not today, not today. Of course we will, we will of course be all about the hockey do a brief check-in, but we're going to spend a little time going through a couple of the divisions. Now that we're, we're getting close to halfway through the season, sort of kind of, Uh, There was a big news bite that came out on the 22nd that we want to cover and just share with everyone that I think will do a lot more shaping of the conversation we're going to have today. But we thought we'd talk a little pretenders contenders within the uh, within a couple of divisions. I think, Dave, you have some thoughts on your team. I have some thoughts on my team. So we'll cover our own divisions today. And then, of course, we're going to talk about your team sucks this one somewhat personal to Dave in the in the sense that we are going to talk about the New York Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. It's your turn on the chopping block as part of the Your Team Sucks segment. And so they need to be excited. On the block. Uh, they really do. And uh, I can't wait to have that conversation. But before we do that, of course, it's hockey time. We got to talk hockey. And let's get it kicked off uh, with, our, with our little intro. Make some on playoffs. I'm going to make Wayne Gretzky's head bleed for super fan number 99 over here. 
And with that doorbell, we will open the door into our divisions. We're about halfway through the season. Um, And before we get into that, I just want to start with the NHL on the 22nd released a big press release where they announced the rescheduling of 28 games starting on the first one was actually February 18th. So it's already happened. The first one being um, Tampa Bay at Dallas. Oh, no, sorry. It was originally scheduled for February 18th, is now scheduled for Tuesday, March 2nd. So that's the first go-around. And there's this beautiful article uh, that can be found at NHL.com forward slash schedule. And, boy, it's it's going to be a crowded few months because this, this reschedule goes all the way into May. There are games as late as May 10th. And there's still some games that they haven't, they still haven't changed. Uh, there's one game, Tampa Bay at Florida, was originally scheduled for May 6th. That's getting changed. We don't know when, but at, that's still coming. So just COVID, man. Yeah, it's had a profound impact on the schedule. It's had a profound impact on, well, the world, obviously. That's a no-brainer, but... Yeah, it's it's I I think we mentioned it talking amongst each other. There was no way they were going to finish the season on time, and that's pretty much what we've now. I mean, they're going to try by. Right. Lots, I mean, they're working of, really hard. Lots of back to backs are coming up. If you know, there's not going to be any downtime. Teams are really, which raises <laughs> great concerns for me as to my team, uh, as to right. well, you just got a guy back, right? And then you just get somebody. Then you get Lundqvist or somebody back, or well, Lund- Lundqvist, no. he is on the ice, which is remarkable. You're talking a month after open heart right. surgery. I, I don't see any realistic way that he plays in an NHL game this year. I, mean, I, mean, I, would, hope so. I would hope not. I would love to, to see him because it would give, you know, this I, I mean, I don't know if we're at the point where we're doing our pretenders, contenders or discussing our teams. Or, no, not quite. Yeah. 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 But I, I got thoughts. <laughs> well, but you bring up a really good, a really legitimate concern. And that's injury. Like hockey's like hockey always impresses me one because the the land of injury is always like shrouded in mystery, like worse than worse than Bill Belichick and his injury report. Every NHL hockey team, like everybody seems to be limited, right? Like everybody's hurt in some way, but like everybody plays. Rub some rub some ice on it. Get out there on like you got to be like bleeding out your eyes and literally like have the the Vader eye pop out of your face, sort of like hemorrhaging on the ice before it's like okay you're too hurt to play. But you know this game exacts a pretty heavy toll. There's going to be a lot of fatigue here for some of these teams, especially if they're playing back to back to back to back to back. And I know they do it in the playoffs, but. They still get like it's usually like two on one off, two on one off, something like that, to where it's not killing that. I I think this is this makes parity feel deeper, right? Like deep teams are the ones that are going to survive this well. Like the Detroit Red Wings of the world aren't going to do it, but like the Tampa Bay's of the world, I think, are in a really great place because they're a deep team. Surprisingly enough, the Boston Bruins. The Toronto Maple Leafs, a lot of these like deep teams, they're the ones that I think are are going to come out okay on this. The Washington Capitals, I don't know about your depth. The St. Louis Blues, don't know about their depth, and so it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see how these teams sort of hold it together and how they play out. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're talking back to back scenarios, uh, you've got to have goaltending depth and some teams do. Yeah. And a lot of teams don't right now. And that's, that's a big problem because you can't, well, I say you can't just run the same goalie out there every night, but as we've seen for my guys, they don't care about that, which I know we're going to get into in a minute, but. And again, it says a lot about your depth and and we can talk about that in a second, but yeah, same thing with the blues, like depth and goal. It's okay, but it's not great. I mean, the the blues have been rotating goalies. Bennington doesn't play every week. When playoff time comes, it's, it's Bennington's game to play period. Like that's, that's just it. He's your guy. He got you, he got you your cup. You stand on your head in Boston in a game seven and you, it's basically yours until you colossally fail. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a fun, I mean, it's still, this is still a sprint, not a marathon. And even more now that you're, I mean, we're not quite halfway, not quite halfway there, but getting close to that halfway point. And you just like, we're going to talk about it, but when you look at the standings and, and teams, I mean, they are constantly in motion, the standings with the top four teams. Oh yeah. They switch every day nowadays like i was right. just looking and at it the other day it's like oh the kings are in the playoffs oh no they're not <laughs> yes they are no no right. they're not well and let's get to that because today we're going to cover we'll cover two we're going to cover two divisions today we're going to cover our own divisions so we're going to cover the mass mutual east and the honda west and we're just going to look at the standings as of saturday february 27th who would be in out of that division and so we'll do i'm going to save you because i feel like you're going to rant a little bit I'm a little concerned about your blood pressure in regards to the Capitals right now, man. That's, but let's let's I look take at medication, Patrick. I take meds for blood pressure. I take meds too. Did I remember to take my meds? Now that I think about it, I, I might need to go take my meds. <laughs> but looking at the Honda West, you talked about you talk about movement last week when we did this show. The St. Louis Blues were were in first; they were at top of the division. And now, here we are a week later; they're in third. They're in third and only, they're second slash third. They're they're tied in points with Minnesota, with Minnesota having the edge because they have more victories. They've also played three fewer games. That's the other thing is Vegas, who's at the top right now with 23 points, has only played 16 games. They've actually played the fewest games in the, in the division so far. So there's some more game to be played there. But we both, when we did our beginning of the year, we said that Vegas was a team that was for real. And I I don't see anything to take me off of that. I think they are still contenders. I think they're a legitimate team. I really wish Alex Petrangelo was playing for the St. Louis Blues and not the Las Vegas Golden Knights right now. And not that he's having some tear-the-world-down sort of season, but he is a leader, and he is a tough, really great player. And the Blues let him go. They lost him. And if, through no real fault of their own, but they lost one of the best players in the league to a, to a division rival. And I think it pays off. I think it's made a difference for the blues, maybe not so much for Vegas, but definitely for the blues. Yeah. I think uh, when, when Peter Angelo went in the off season, you know, you got to give the blues a little bit of a pass. Peter Angelo, What the hell is that? Alex Petrangelo. Petrangelo. Thank you. It's still still early out here and I haven't had enough coffee, but Peter Angelo, I think when, when he, when he went, I, when that happened, the Blues and the Knights weren't divisional rivals yet because they realigned after he went. And, and 
I wonder if they would have said, hey, we need to do something different if they'd realize that. But as for I love the West Division, it, it's been one of the most fun divisions to kind of watch because like I was talking about the Kings, who are a pleasant surprise for those of us out in L.A. The Kings, the Caps are my team. I'd say the Kings are like my second team because I've lived out here and lived through their two unlikely Stanley Cup runs and lots of friends who are Kings fans. So that's fun to watch. But I really think right now you are seeing the four teams that are going to start to separate at this point. You've got Vegas, Minnesota, St. Louis, and Colorado. Teams we were high on high on at the beginning of the year. They've got the first four. Yes, the Kings in Arizona are tied technically with Colorado. The Avalanche are the surprise to me that they are in this kind of quagmire that they're in. Yeah, is, that that was that was I mean, Colorado was my pick for the division. And so yeah, I'm I mean, I'm a little surprised that they're two points behind. So it's really like I say quagmire, but it's really not. It's just that everything's compressed down. Everybody's grouped together. Right. It, I, I do think Colorado separates from the Kings and the Coyotes. I mean, you know, the Coyotes have got to be done playing St. Louis. So it's got to get better for them because the Blues took the measure but, of them. It's kind of, but the Blues are like, and here's the thing that and we've talked about this when I ran about it. I actually think the Blues are a pretender. Like, I think the Blues are a play to the level of their competition. They are not the same without Alex Petrangelo. Vladimir Tarasenko hasn't been Vladimir Tarasenko this year. Jordan Bennington's been okay. He hasn't been great. We're in the midst of a three-game losing streak. Now, I don't think all is doom and gloom. I think they're good enough to compete in the top half of this division. But I don't think they have the depth and the leadership to go all the way to the Stanley Cup. I just don't see it. I don't see it. You know, we haven't talked about Minnesota. Minnesota, the surprise second place team right now in the Central Division. I, I honestly haven't paid them much mind. And they're just, they're going out. They're on a five game win streak right now. They they basically won all week last week. They're, um, so to, to, to leap way up there, you know, and their goal, differ, their, their goal differential is plus 12. That's the other thing. When you look at the Blues and why I'm not sold, at them, sold on them, you know, they're 10, 8, and 2. They've got 22 points. They're still a minus one in, in scoring. Yeah. Like like that, you can't you can't hold that no. as a team and expect to be a Stanley Cup contender. And and like you said, Minnesota is sneaky good. That they've just kind of crept up right. on people and, and are just taking care of business. And you know, Vegas is like you said, they're who we thought they were. Colorado is not who we thought they were so far, but they're right in the conversation. Yeah, I yep. mean, you know, right now it would be Minnesota against St. Louis in the playoffs, which that'd be a pretty good series. I'm not sure how that one would go down. Well, Vegas and Colorado would be a good series, too. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> I, I think, unfortunately, you'd want that as like a conference finals right. sort of matchup, you know, jealously thinking for myself. But, yeah, I, I would say halfway, you know, almost halfway through the season, I think you're right. And I think we're going to, you know, we're going to move over into the East now. But... Yeah, just I don't. I'm not sold. I think that you've got three contenders. I, I still want to see more out of Minnesota. A five game winning streak. Somebody's got hot. I, I do want to see more there. But again, you're a plus twelve, so you're you're doing something right. And they're seven and three off of home ice, and that's just ridiculous. Seven and three away from home. That's terrific. You better record on on the road than than home. You know, they're a game over 500. That's the other thing about the Blues. The Blues are a game under 500 with a with two ties at home. They're not protecting home ice. And that's with fans. They've brought fans back. Yeah. So 
not not sold on that. But let's move over to the East. Boston still surprisingly holding on to that first place. I mean, they're tied with your Caps, who I know you're angry about because you're always angry. Every week, everyone, pulling the curtain back. Every week I get a message from Dave at least twice a week nowadays. Well, the Caps suck again. And then after the game's over, just kidding, they're fine. So let's start with your Caps, man. Are do you, are they contenders or pretenders? How do you feel about your Washington Capitals? I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't get a that real solid answer. I know. Good, solid answer. Real definitive. I, I, I don't. I can't get a feel for these guys yet. I think one of the big problems that I have with the Caps right now is, yes, they've gotten healthy, and 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 the goal that Oshie scored the other night. I know they were they were drawing comparisons to Ovechkin's goal against Arizona in 2006. I'm like, all right, let's not get carried away. That was nice. It wasn't the goal. Um, There's nothing wrong with a little hyperbole, man. No, that's true. I think my concern with the Caps is the goaltending depth and what the hell they are mm-hmm. actually doing. I don't understand. You've got Craig Anderson, a serviceable backup who's been in the league many years. They actually played him finally. Um, why they are running Vitek Vanacek out there every single night. And yes, the kid is doing remarkably well. But, you know, how does that you've got Ilya Samsonov, who's I don't know where the hell he's playing at Hershey right now, getting conditioning. He's supposed to be their number one goalie. That's the reason they let Braden Holtby go to Vancouver, which is looking like a damn good move at this point. But I, I don't understand the strategy as to why they are running this kid in the ground, unless they're just doing what they can until they get Samson off back. And then hopefully they can have him for the second half of the season and he can stay. I, I say stabilize, but the Caps goaltending has really not been the problem. Their problem is they get leads and they blow them and they collapse a little bit too easily like they did against Pittsburgh. And yes, they, you know, they came back and won that thing, but I'm not sure about the caps here. What I'll say about the East is I think you can remove Boston from the equation. They are a contender. They're not going anywhere. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be, they're going to be the number one seed. They are fine. I mean, they had a little bit of a down week. Uh, they got routed by who? The Islanders, I think, or somebody like that. Yeah. Just put a seven yeah, spot yeah. on them. They bit them, yeah. So, but we also said the Islanders are good too. I mean, you got to remember the Islanders are. were, they were, they were a step away last year, right? Yeah, they, they didn't make the finals. No, they got to the co- the conference finals. But I think you remove right. Boston from the equation, and then you've got Washington Islanders, Philly, and Pittsburgh. They are going to fight each other for the rest of the season for those final three berths, and and, and I don't. Pittsburgh's the one that I just don't know about. You know, I mean, they, they if I had to say yeah. pretender, Pittsburgh's goaltending concerns me a little bit. Um, their depth is a little concerning. They, they've got, P, I mean, you cannot count out Sidney Crosby. You cannot count out Evgeny Malkin. They're good. Philly's surprisingly struggling a bit, and I did not see that coming. I thought they would be better. They, yeah. uh, they, they, they're struggling a bit. The Islanders have come on, so... I, I really that you can remove the Rangers, the, the Devils, and about, Buffalo. Right. The thing about Philly that I find interesting is that they're struggling, but they're there's they're generally getting points. You know what I mean? Like, like they they they're, they they kind of they're a better version of what the St. Louis Blues are in that they they tend to play well enough to get a point to keep themselves in contention. They just don't always win. I'm still so disappointed in the Buffalo Sabers. I thought they would be a better team than they are and to see them down in the basement. Not now I'm not saying I thought they were going to win the East, but I didn't think they'd be 
eight and six, six, eight, and you know, three. or six, eight, six, eight, and three. And just abysmal. Like they can't stop anybody. It's, right. it's embarrassing. I mean, over. Yeah. I'm with you. I, Boston has proven itself in my mind to be for real. Yeah. They've got a little bit of a two game losing streak, but I'm done doubting Brad Marchand. I'm just, I'm sorry. And I, and I hate Boston still. Like, I don't like them as a team, but you can't deny results and they're getting them. They are. I mean, the thing about the Rangers, the Devils, and Buffalo is is they are all good enough to screw up your plans here and there, right. you know, because they've beaten the Caps twice this year. Um, they're just not – none of them are consistent enough to right. contend. Like the Devils had – was it last weekend? We were co- recording, I think, Bandwagon Nerds, and Devils are up 2 nothing on the Caps in the second period and lost 4-3. to So it, yep. it, it's, it's, it's stuff like that that those three teams are on the upswing. Yes, not going to happen this year because you are in arguably the most competitive division that there is. And right. and if you can't be consistent or somewhat consistent, then you're not going to do well. But I mean, if I had to pick right now, I'd say, yeah, you know, the Caps have probably got enough to to sneak in, but you got to do better against Pittsburgh. I mean, they they're two and four against the Penguins this year. That's not going to get the job done. They have single handedly kept Pittsburgh in the conversation. If they had done their job a couple of those games, it, Pittsburgh would be just in a lot of trouble right now. So. If I have to pick a pretender out of the East right now, I, I'd probably say Pittsburgh. But that concerns me to say that about our arch rival because that has yeah. bitten us in the ass way too many times. Well, don't dismiss him, but it'll be okay. So there you have it, folks. That's going to be this week's uh, little round of hockey talk. Pretenders, contenders for the West and the East divisions. Next week, we will come back with the weirdest division in hockey, the Discover Central. And we'll talk about Canada and how the Canadian teams are doing and who the contenders and pretenders are there. Before we we leave, though, there was another news. What do you think of Montreal firing their coach? Because they kind of went on a little bit of a tailspin and Claude Julien's out. It's so it's so hockey, right? Like this hockey is hockey's the one of the few sports where like out of the pro sports, you you it's it's actually not unheard of for coaches to get canned just middle of the season. Like if the NFL were to do that, the whole world would be crumbling apart, you know, unless it were the Jets. And we'll get to that in the second half. Three game losing streak. But, You're fired. <laughs> but yeah, that's I mean, that's really I mean, Craig Berube took over for the blues in the year they won the cup mid-season like he was a mid-season coach took over and it's because organizations see opportunity to come i think it's possible to turn a team around faster in hockey because of the nature of what of the way points work and the way that you can you can gain ground if you catch a heater or at least you know get yourself heading in the right direction even if you don't make the playoffs if you let somebody go early enough and we're at about halfway through the season which is usually when terminations start to happen we might see a couple more you know we might it's, it's never a surprise like i'm looking at you buffalo the drought continues it really does so all right that's going to do it for us on hockey talk today we're going to take a quick commercial break and then come back and tear down the new york Jets. but before we get to the recorded commercials it is my sworn duty to remind you that you are listening to ChairShot Radio on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. And if you like what we're doing here at the ChairShot.com, if you like ChairShot Radio, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the ChairShot and pick up a shirt. 
We have all kinds of great shirts out there for you to choose from. Everything from the OG Chair Shot Radio logo to, or the ChairShot.com logo, forgive me, to various sayings and phrases from our shows, whether that's hashtag journalism, hashtag save tag team wrestling, the slogan that everyone believes, and that's that everybody hates Craig, Jesus did the job, and his dad was the booker, to some of our different shows out there, our entertainment shows like Bandwagon Nerds and A Winner Is You, lots of great stuff over there and every time you buy a shirt you are contributing to our little network and helping us keep going and so if you love our content if you love what we do head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shirt and and help us out and help keep us going and as christopher platt would say please and thank you thank you and please when we come back your team sucks the New York Jets edition. You are listening to ChairShot Radio on thechairshot.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill promotional consideration paid for by the following hey folks pc tony here thanks to our new partnership with angry lemonade you can save 10 percent on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services use the promo code chairshot to save 10 percent that's angrylemonade.net <laughs> Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. All right. Well, we're back, and you know what time it is. It's time for Your Team Sucks. Ain't that right, Dave? You suck, you jackass. Oh, this is a good entry today, for sure. After we destroyed the entire country of Canada a week ago, we're narrowing our focus this week. Right. We're going to laser in on another... Program another team that thinks it's a storied team, but are they really a storied team? And that is in the New York Jets. Hell, J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Now you know I can say it this week. I was going to say it last week, but I'll say it this week. J E T S. A lot of people will say that that really stands for just end the season. You suck, you jackass. So, Dave, you have a little bit of personal history with this. Why don't you share with the listeners your personal history with the New York Jets before I go into why they're the worst NFL franchise uh, out there? The New York Jets were my dad's favorite team. My father, rest in peace. Uh, he was a New York Jets 
hardcore. I mean, you couldn't talk to him while the New York Jets were on. He was just, he would, I, I mean, and my folks separated when I was four, but when I was around him after that, uh, anytime the Jets were on, I mean, he was just, you couldn't talk to him. He was that diehard of a fan. And you think that we trash our teams? Oh, we're amateurs compared to the way my father would trash the New York Jets. And, and just the stories that he would tell me about everything that was wrong with the Jets. I, I, I mean, I heard it weekly. <laughs> it was just, I, they, this is a franchise that, I mean, we're going to get into it, I know, but let, let's be honest. One Super Bowl, one Super Bowl appearance. Now, granted, their Super Bowl victory, arguably the most important in the history of football because it proved that the AFL belonged. And it, and it, and it was, and it, you know, was right in the middle of when the merger was going on. And, and it really, it is probably the biggest upset in Super Bowl history, right up there with the Giants beating the Patriots. Yes, I get that. But what have you done since then? No Super Bowl appearances, a few AFC title games that they shit the bet on multiple times. Um, and then, of course, as we're going to talk about, this was my dad's biggest bitch that he used to have the 1983 draft and what the New York Jets did there and how that came back to haunt them forever, literally. So so remind our listeners who weren't alive back in 1983 what happened there. Yeah, for the majority of you then. Um, in 1983, right. the New York Jets had a chance to draft this quarterback from Pittsburgh you guys might have heard of called Dan Marino. They he opt- was pretty good. He was pretty good, yeah. He opt- they opted not to, and they drafted Ken O'Brien, who went on to do absolutely nothing for the New York Jets, while Dan Marino took the Dolphins to a Super Bowl and is a Hall of Famer. And how different might things have been? And and I mean, Marino tormented the Jets every chance that he got. It It is one of the... And, and I mean, the Jets have a steady string of shitty draft picks, but none as bad as that one. When you look at... it, it It's right up there with the whole Sam Bowie, Michael Jordan, <laughs> colossal screw-up. That was, that was going to be my cop right yeah, there. It was it, like the, the Sam Bowie decision it's on the same level in a different sport i you know the jets have just never since they left shea and went to the meadowlands and shared the stadium with the giants they have really just not i mean a couple things here and there that you can point to the rex ryan years were pretty good um they had an upset of the patriots and then blew it against pittsburgh in the title game but you just look at the jets i mean this is a team that's had a one in 15 record they what did they do this year three and 13 or something colossally bad like yeah they were they were trash they were awful and here's my thing about all you need to know about how terrible the jets franchise is is that in recent years the most famous person associated with that franchise is a dude who's not allowed to go to their games anymore and that's fireman what's his nuts who used to do all the cheering and chanting and then they like were like you're not welcome here anymore i don't know what the dude did to not be welcome here but when a fan is your most famous player quote unquote that's a problem the quarterback situation that the jets have dealt with and by dealt with i mean just fucked up over and over and over and over again did you did the jets have testaverde for a while i feel like they they were one of the billions of franchises and if you you remember correctly there was a year that they had come out testaverde had a really strong year and he was the starting quarterback, and they were picked by a lot of people that year, Patrick. And I don't remember what year it was. So, yeah, they were sexy pick. Yeah. They were sexy pick to go to the Super Bowl. Testaverde blows out his knee in like 
the preseason or week one. I still remember Keyshawn Johnson just disconsolate as to what had happened. And and that was that was going to be the Jets year. But that's who the Jets are. That was your year. <laughs> now it's gone. And, and this is this is this is a a, a, a symptom of a franchise that just is, is almost cursed at this point. They are right They're up there with the Browns. An aptitude, though. Yes. Like you look at that front office and look at what they do. Like you can't, you can't hire a good coach. You can't hire, you, you can't draft. You, you don't like, it doesn't seem to matter who the general manager is. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. And, you know, and, and here's the thing is, I can't even rag on Jets fans because Jets fans are kind of like what you described with your dad. Like, they know they're terrible. One of the biggest Jets fans in the world, like in the world, is on ESPN, has his own show called Wake Up. It's Mike Greenberg. Mike Greenberg hates his team. He knows his team is terrible. He's frustrated with his team. It's a suffering fan base. And so I won't. I won't bring down the fans like I will when we get to some of the more successful teams and their insufferable fan bases, but they're just inept. Inept is the word. You know, they live on that memory of Joe Namath guaranteeing victory, that one brilliant game, and that's that's kind of it. And that's and it. And it's, that's been it ever since. Flashes in the pan, and you're done. So yeah, a with a heavy heart, I actually I actually kind of feel bad. This is almost like a, I feel sorry for you. Your team sucks because like your team just sucks because they, they suck like they and they <laughs> could be more like you're in a market where you could be more, but you just won't. You just suck. And so I'm sorry, New York Jets, your team, Jets fans, your team sucks. You suck. Yeah, jackass. Yeah. Dave's not. Nothing I, I, I mean that you just heard it. It's kind of you just sad. heard the guy say it. You suck, you jackass. I mean, it, it, it's just that's. I mean, it's the Jets. J E T S. Just end the season. More often than not, that right. is the accurate chant. It's just well, it's and it's in this sad. case, and in this case, we're just going to end the segment and move oh, I on. See, here. I see what you did there. I just see what you did there. Yeah. The segment. Yeah, you like that? You like that? Especially very, when, very when Sam Darno might be the quarterback for either the Chicago Bears or Washington football team this year. Oh, God. No, no. No, now we're living on the batshit crazy dream of Russell Wilson. It's hilarious. I, I just, I, I'm tired of quarterback rumors. Thank you, Ray Cash, it's, for doing that. <laughs> fucking Ray Cash. No, I mean, it wouldn't have mattered if Ray Cash would have shared that with me or not because the Chicago media. Like they leapt all over that fucking report. Are you kidding me? But anyway, that's neither here nor there because I said we were just going to end the segment and then we just didn't end the segment. So that'll, that'll do it. What, who should we pick on next week? We is football. So it's back to baseball. Oh, wow. There's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, you want to do the Phillies? <laughs> well, sure, we or, or the Mets. The, did we, or, did we, we do the Mets? Or did we already do? We haven't done the Mets yet. Oh, no, we the, haven't done the Mets. We the did Met- the, um, who did we do in baseball? We did, we did the, the Cubs. Cubs. The Mets are low-hanging fruit. We could do the Mets or the Phils. But the Phillies have a World Series. The Phillies have a World I mean, Series saw, recently. It like we're staying on the East Coast, hitting, hitting New York. We can't, um, we can't talk I have about a story it. about the Mets. I'll never, I'll never forgive the Mets for something that wasn't their fault. But let's, that's okay. Let's go in on the Mets then. Let's stick all with right, we're gonna, New so York. Next week. New York, we're coming after you. <laughs> Largest right, we're just going to hit all the New York teams. So New York, we did the Knicks. Yeah, we've done the Knicks and the Jets. And now we're doing the Mets. We really are going after the the, the city of New York, and and I guess the state. So next week that'll be uh, our edition of your team socks. But 
here we are at the end of the show. That's going to do it for this for our edition of Chair Shot Radio. As always, make sure you give a listen to every edition of Chair Shot Radio. We drop every day, seven days a week, 6 a.m., rotating cast of hosts from all of our different podcasts. It's been a lot of fun. You know what you're going to get out of Dave, or Dave and I, but you never know what you're going to get out of everybody else because there's been some some great variety, whether it's sharing pieces of their podcasts that they do, like some old stuff, whether it's to, you know this week, I think, or this past week, Greg DeMarco just dropped his four greatest shoot interviews from the WWE, uh, which was which was a lot of fun to hear. And, uh, and yeah, so make sure you give us a listen on Chair Shot Radio. That's going to do it for us. Before we go, Dave, tell everybody where they can find you on the social media and on the Chair Shot Radio Network. You can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag, that is at Attitude A-G-G, and on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. And, of course, make sure you're tuning in to Bandwagon Nerds. The 90s project rages on. That's right. We're covering the top 10 sports movies of the 90s when that drops on Monday, where you can also catch myself. You can also catch me uh, every Wednesday with Greg DeMarco and Miranda Morales on the Babyface Heel podcast. And I solemnly promise that the Nerd Review, I will return to the Nerd Review this week. No more Dave flying solo. Dave understands why I'm I'm a pretty I'm pretty curmudgeony when it comes to reviewing movies that I that I don't already either own or have to pay for again. And so cheap that's bastard. what happened cheap, this week. Cheap bastard was the word you used to describe yourself. So I am a cheap bastard and I am fully willing to embrace that. But I will be back this week when we review Kong is it Kong Skull Island Kong or is that Skull what we're on Skull Island. So we will be tracking that. And that's one I've not seen. I never watched it. So I'm looking forward to checking that Me out either. for the first time. Cold Turkey. But until then, thank you everyone for listening. Dave and I got to get out of here. Hope y'all have a pleasant Sunday. You've been listening to Chair Shot Radio on the Chair Shot Radio Network as a part of the Chairshot.com. credit card bill.